Hello, everyone. My name is Parker Carwell. And I'm Matthew Lawn. And together we are the Bottom of the, the Buckets. This is a podcast that we decided to make because we both love movies and analyzing film and critiquing film. And so we decided to kind of mesh all that together in this podcast. Each episode, we're going to start out with a quick synopsis of the film. Then we're going to talk about what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. And then we're going to give a rating. And we're going to base our rating on how many unpopped popcorn kernels it gets. So a really good movie would have no unpopped popcorn kernels, but a really bad movie would be 10. Because nobody likes an unpopped popcorn kernel. So the higher the number the worse we thought the movie was. But we are going to start out with a movie that's iconic. (laughs) You might love it, you might hate it, or you might be somewhere in between. And that movie is Twilight, the first of the Twilight Saga. And Matthew is going to give a synopsis because he is a little bit of a Twilight superfan. Uh, first of all, I would not say I'm a Twilight super fan. However, I do have extensive knowledge on the subject. I've read the books. I've watched all the movies, um, multiple times. Um, it's a little embarrassing. Um, so what Twilight is about, it's about this girl named Bella. She lives with her mom and her stepdad, but her stepdad plays minor league baseball. He has to travel a whole bunch. So she knows her mom doesn't like to stay home, so she decides she's going to move to Forks, Washington and live with her dad, who is a sheriff there in Forks. Um, So she leaves her mom, she moves here, it's cold, it's rainy, there's like 3,000 people in town, and she kind of hates it. Um, But then she walks into class one day, she sees this guy, he looks like he hates the way she smells. Um... Do you remember that part? How yeah. a little awkward. <laughs> Maybe like, a lot awkward. <laughs> he's gagging. Um, so they meet like that. She's She wonders what she did wrong, but he doesn't show up to school the next few days. Um, a few days pass. He shows back up, introduces himself, acts awkward, nice, a little, <laughs> kind of weird. And then um, from there... She gets real suspicious about him. He acts super weird, um, has a super weird family, and then somehow this girl puts together that he's a vampire. Who would have guessed? Not me, but Bella Swan did. Um, So then he introduces her to her family, and um, he says they're vegetarian, so they don't eat like human blood. They drink blood from animals. Um, they're playing baseball one day, which is my favorite scene. One of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. The concept is epic, I think, um, but we'll get into that. And um, they meet these other vampires, but they're not good vampires. They, they drink human blood. And they've been killing people recently. So this guy, James, gets a whiff of Bella because apparently she smells really good. And he decides he just has to have her. Oh, I forgot to preface spoiler alert. <laughs> if you don't know what happens in Twilight, though, so just don't watch it. Yeah. But um, Bad Vampire chases her 
almost kills her. They kill him. Um, and that's the end of the first movie. Yeah, so obviously there's more to it than that. But at the end of the day, that's about as good of a summary as you're going to get of this film. And so now we're going to just kind of dive into our personal takes. And as we go, try our best to address what was deserving of an unpopped popcorn kernel and what wasn't. And so our personal views on the film will trickle into a final ranking um, at the end of this podcast. But I will go first. I had never seen Twilight before watching it this past week. I had never read the books. I knew it was about vampires, and that was about it. And so, first on Pop Popcorn Colonel is just some of the acting. It gives me low-budget film vibes, which is tough because it wasn't a low-budget film. It was a big deal. It It, was... It didn't the have first a huge one was kinda, yeah, but still. but there was enough support there where if they wanted to, I really think they should have been able yeah. to fix so many simple mistakes. And the biggest thing is just the the facial expressions of the actors, the biting the lips, <laughs> the biting of the lips, the the kind of moaning ish, <laughs> the deep sighs, and also just the noises so kind of go referencing the deep size there were just some some asmr moments that i hated yeah (laughs) it just took away from the movie for me another nitpicky thing is at one point there is a family friend of um bella's father jacob and billy black yes which and billy black is the father or no. Is it, no, so Charlie's the dad, Billy and Jacob are the, they live on the reservation, they're Native American. So is which one's in the wheelchair? Billy. Billy, oh, that's yeah. not his dad? That's not Bella's dad, that's Jacob's dad. No, that's dad. what I was saying, okay. that's Jacob's yeah. dad? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Okay, so Billy is in a wheelchair and he's driving the truck. And oh I understand, I understand that... That could mean many things. I understand that he could just have weak legs and still be able to use them but can't really walk on them. But for some reason, I just assumed paralyzed. And because of that, that threw me off. I don't like how terrible of a friend Bella is. She is the worst friend, actually. It's just interesting to see a film where you make the main character almost unlikable. In ways, yeah, to she me. was, yeah. She just didn't have a lot going for her, Blind, and I boring. hated how okay she was with the creepiness of the vampire named Edward. Edward. Named Parker Edward. for all of you so fans out there. Edward just really said some things that I thought should have hurt his chances with Bella, but instead they enhanced like, them. I feel very protective yeah it was so and she's just so down with all of it and And even the mind reading yeah remember what at that point she knew 
Yeah. Or she like thought weird stuff was going on because he like stopped the van from yeah. crushing her. But she was surprisingly like accepting of the. She's just like, oh, he can read minds. Yeah. Normal. And yeah, I just I didn't hate it. Mate. <laughs> I didn't yeah. hate it. But there were just some things that I was confused about. I just thought it was kind of choppy of the storyline. And I didn't understand what they were going for with some aspects of it. And I will get more into my opinions on certain things. But I'll let Matthew now give his kind of interpretation of the film. Um. Well, again, I've seen it many times. Um, it's close to my heart, but I, I can't see the issues that a lot of people have with it. Um, Bella is probably the worst. Like, <laughs> that's, that's not why we watch it, but it's... Um, I like... I'll say things I like about it, since you're probably going to definitely go towards... The night like, hey, yeah. yeah, we'll balance each other um, out. Yeah, so... First, I like the aesthetic of it, like the blues, the cool tones, um, rainy. That's like my kind of weather. That's why I like it. Um, I do think it's weird that from the get-go that she's like in love with him. Because it's not long before she's like, I love Edward. Yeah, I remember thinking, what do you actually know about this guy? Exactly. But I think that's what goes into it. It's like they're both really curious about one another because Edward can't read her mind like can't everyone else. And then Bella is confused why he's acting so strange with the smell and stuff. Like, I get it. It's like, I wonder how, like us, like a normal person would react in that situation. I don't, I don't know. Like, would you, <laughs> you yeah, probably I, be weirded out. <laughs> I definitely would be creeped out, but I guess you can see that they're both drawn to each other. Yeah. And it's, she has the, this, the scent of her blood drives vampires crazy. And so that's what initially draws Edward to her. And on her end, obviously there's no scent, but I think there's just something about Edward and it doesn't really voice it, but she has that same kind of draw. We kind of talked about, I feel like, vampires in general like in that type of vampire in the twilight universe if you will is like there's something alien about them that kind of like draws people in and maybe yeah. that's what makes them a good like predator I don't yeah know, they throw that word around in there because there's when he admits to being a vampire in the woods after Bella kind of states, I know what you are. He says, I'm this perfect predator. I'm made to draw you in. Like everything about me is supposed to draw you in. But was, what was interesting about me, about me, what's interesting (laughs) about me, what was interesting to me about that specific scene was the fact that all the kids at school kind of looked at because Edward's part of a family and he has and the siblings are together. Yeah. Together. And all the siblings are dating. <laughs> so there's four But other, they're adopted. But they're all adopted. <laughs> they're so not weird. actually a family. And the purpose of their adoption it was kinda of to be mated up. 
because it's a lonely life. And so there's a whole vampire family that's kind of in this town. But the whole rest of the school is kind of like, yeah, those are – are they called the Sinclairs or something like that? Collins. The Collins? Yeah. I don't even know where Sinclair came from, <laughs> but they're oh, the, well. the Colons and the rest of the school is like, yeah, that's the Colon kind of clan. Like we don't yeah, mess with them or interact with them really. And I just thought that if they gave that same magnetism to everyone, everyone yeah. would be very, now the girls fawn over the guys. Like they think they're attractive, but it kind of ends there. Like I thought there yeah. might be more of a, we a always flock. want them to be around us. All the, these high schoolers are flocking around them, like are drawn. Yeah. And so obviously it, it's more than that. Or at least maybe because of Bella's – Bella has a gift where she can't have her mind read by Edward is what we find out from this yeah. film. And so she's just different. So we don't know exactly what that entails yet. But – Maybe because she's different, that the vampire magnetism yeah. is just more amplified to her. Mm-hmm. Like, her blood is more amplified to them. Yeah. So. What if she is... Okay, this is a far-fetched. No, I'm not going to get into it. I'm like, what if she, one of her relatives, like, far back is was, a vampire? I mean, maybe. That could be... So there's something unique yeah. about her blood. And so we'll find that out as we watch these future films but yeah it's interesting to think about i want to hope that that is not a plot hole yeah that that is explained more but whatever the case may be i do think this is a pro i'll give to the film that edward and bella do portray portrayed their strange type of attraction relationship affection i think they display it fairly well yeah there's a lot of non-vocal acting in this movie and that's not an easy thing to do and so mm-hmm. i can respect that and for the time because again we're watching this in 2020 the special effects were pretty good yeah it's hard to look at it now and think it's great but you have to remember, we've come a long way yeah. with special effects in the last... When, when did this come out? Like 2010 um, or something? Like that? 2012. 2012. I mean, but in the last 8 to 10 years, regardless, yeah. we've come we've come fairly far. And so... Whoa, 2008. 2008? Okay, yeah. yeah so yeah, definitely in the thought, last yeah. 12 years. Um, like in Snow, Avengers Infinity War. Like, no, yes. Yeah. That's like so much CGI, but... This is kind of also a little low budget, so it's not. Yeah, it didn't have a billion dollars to spend. Yeah. But do you have any? Um, so your first unpopped popcorn kernel was the acting. Yeah, what specifically. Can you like, yeah, do you have any more that you can like specifically point out, like what you didn't like and why that yeah. deserves a yes? So for me with all movies and why it's so hard for me to give a perfect score is there is always an unspoken factor that you can't really get from just watching the movie. But uh, one thing that can make films like this higher on my list is nostalgia, childhood nostalgia, or it just bringing me 
connecting with me in a way where it brings me to a certain point in life. And this film just didn't do that. Yeah. And so most of the films that I do have as like a perfect zero in this case, I acknowledge that there are mistakes in it and there are things wrong with it. But because of what it meant to me as a kid growing up or because of what it might remind me of, some kind of emotional level, I connect with it in a way at like some emotional level, however deep that might be. And because of that, it kind of makes up for where it lacks. And because I'm watching Twilight for the first time as an adult, I don't have any of that childhood nostalgia. I think because it had such a big following because first it came out as books and everybody loved them. So you had like those people. And then when they came out as movies, it was like this huge thing. Yeah. And so whether it was good or not, most people would have ignored it because because the simple fact they loved it. They loved the books. Yeah. Yeah. And even like the people, like it was more, I forget when the first books came out, but it wasn't, it was like early 2000s or even earlier, but I don't think it was. But like, I knew a lot of my friends who grew up watching it. And like, that's the only reason they liked it. It's because they like watched it when they were younger. So it's nostalgic. Yeah. And I think also you can tell it was made for Twilight fans in a way more so than some movie series. And I'll point towards the Harry Potter series, which I think is the best, the best films that have been made off of books. I think fill in all the holes because they're trying to introduce people to Harry Potter as well as satisfy the desire of their current fans. And with Twilight, there were enough holes, especially when it came to like character descriptions and character development, to where it really looked like they were assuming you'd read the books. Yeah. And so that honestly is probably two additional Unpop Popcorn Chronos for me is the fact that I felt like I had to do my homework before watching the movie. Yeah. And I can see why if you already knew, had the knowledge going in, that it would be more enjoyable. Yeah. But there were just a few things I was confused about that had been explained, but they hadn't been explained in the movie. They'd been explained in the book. And another thing that I do with movies and again this is something that that nostalgia i think can cover up for or it being a kids movie can cover up for but i don't see twilight as a kids movie for sure and i didn't the story was fine but it wasn't complex enough for me to if a if a storyline of a film is not complex enough for me that's an unpop popcorn kernel and so it just if i can explain it in a few sentences which in this one girl meets boy boy is completely head over hills infatuated with girl because of her blood because boy is a vampire boy saves girl revealing himself to be not human Girl kind of gets suspicious, does a little digging, realizes boy's vampire, but falls in love with him anyways. Evil vampire tries to kill girl. Boy saves girl. Boy and girl are in love. And it's just... Yeah. 
I'm a been, big. It's like one of those things, like romance movies, like usually been done yeah. the same exact way, just different movies. Yeah. So. But kind of the the sprinkles they put on it and the yeah. decoration and the different way they set it up, I find some of it entertaining. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it like this. I'll do mine by the way I'll find my ranking is do like popped yeah. kernels because that'll be easier. So like one popped kernel I could say is like the aesthetic. Yeah. Another would be um, the soundtrack. I love the Twilight soundtrack. Um, maybe three nostalgia and still that's seven unpopped kernels. So yeah. <laughs> can't really, you know? Yeah. But it's almost like a pop kernel adds to it. Yeah. So it's almost, if it gives me a pop kernel, I'm going to take away one of the yeah. unpopped kernels. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I'm not saying it's a third, it's a negative three, which is really good on our scale, but you know, yeah. for any, you acknowledge some errors in it, but that covers mm-hmm. up for it. So on my end, I have four unpop popcorn kernels, I believe. And honestly, I'll probably stay there. Like, that's the equivalent to six out of ten on the yeah. normal scale. And I'd say that's fairly accurate because I feel like you'd be a lot harsher. Yeah. Well, I did not regret watching it. Okay. Yeah. And because of that, it has to be higher than a five. Because a five is, I'm. Or five I is could, neutral. Yeah, five I is neutral. Below would be like. Yeah, below five is I wasted my time. Yeah. Now, how upset am I about wasting my time? <laughs> Depends on how low the number is. Yeah. A five is it was something to do. Mm-hmm. There are obviously other things I would have rather done, but I did it. it. Is what it's it fine. Is. It is what it is. And then anything above a five is a certain level of I'm glad I took the time to watch yeah. it. So I can say I wanted to know about Twilight. Yeah. I wanted to be oh, yeah. familiar Just with the preface, world. Parker really wanted to watch it because he feels like he has a huge like movie knowledge and that hole is Twilight. He's never seen. But that's like There's the several day. holes. Yeah. But yeah, Twilight is a big thing. A lot of people do know it. So I wanted to familiarize myself with it and I don't regret familiarizing myself. And so I'd say a 6 out of 10, a.k.a. four unpopped popcorn kernels for the reasons I gave. Definitely have to go in with an open mind. It's not a movie that you can really be overly critical of. You just kind of have to let it be and watch it. Yeah. And I think it can be enjoyed. And then I think I'll give it I accidentally turned it around. So the lower the number, the higher. Yeah. Yeah. So, so technically, I'd probably give it a five. So that's like. Wait, no. So you're a not seven. Neutral. Yeah, there seven. you go. Yeah. No, because that would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah seven, seven, so seven. you're going to give it a seven out of ten, a.k.a. Seven. three unpopped popcorn kernels? Three pop. Oh, yeah. I guess that would be three unpopped. But it could be higher. You you have the nostalgia factor. Like, I do, but so. Cri- but should I look at it critically? Or I think for you, you it, should give a critical score. Yeah. And then, but me as a person, because of what it yeah. meant to me growing up. Honestly, critical, very critical. I'd probably say like 
five unpopped. Okay. So that's like 50%. Yeah. But then for the, the whole value of it and like what it means to me, probably like an eight or a nine. Yeah. I, so, I agree. Yeah. I was I thought Pop. seven was kind of yeah. so like one or two. So one or two on pop because yeah. that nostalgic and yeah. everything can cover up. If a you lot. really can, yeah. Like those pop popcorn kernels, they were so good. <laughs> yeah, it but I didn't even <laughs> mind that several of them were on pop. Yeah. So they were like half pop. You know, you ever those at the bottom? Oh yeah, like, you eat yeah. You anyway? chew them and you're like, yeah. oh, why did I do that? <laughs> yeah, but you know, <laughs> edible. Yeah. No, but so, you know, if you have never watched Twilight, I am going to suggest that you either stay that way. If you don't care too much about movies and just knowing about movies, then it should not bother you that you have not seen Twilight. If you are a fan of film and if you like talking about movies with other people and this is a semi-big part of your life, Definitely watch it. It's worth the watch for the sake of knowing and being familiar with the Twilight world and universe. Ooh, one more complaint. And I'm not going to like judge the movie on this per se, but I am still going to actually bring my score from a 6 out of, to a 5 out of 10. Yeah. Nope, I can't. So it has to be a 6 out of 10 because I don't regret watching it. Okay, yeah. So I guess all unpopped popcorn kernels were not made equally. Some of them don't like <laughs> take a whole are... point down. <laughs> yeah. So a little thing that irked me was I'm a fan of vampires, but the traditional vampires where they have to be invited into your house. Yeah. Like there's this whole other aspect to it I wanted Wait, so to see. That's your – like complaint is yeah, you, you know. is so with these vampires they're actually just really beautiful human beings they're super powerful the sun doesn't really hurt them it just reveals their skin to be like diamond yeah. and just beautiful and so they there's not really a weakness yeah and they can only die by being like ripped apart and mm-hmm. burned yeah i kind of like that though that it took a I, you always hear about the like, garlic. I wanted and them steak. to be more human, a little bit, like be more vulnerable and a little yeah. bit weaker. And I'm glad that they don't like die from the sun or anything. The yeah. biggest thing, the biggest thing I wanted to see was them having to be invited into people's homes, yeah. seeing how they navigated around that, yeah. and maybe seeing some trickery and deception on that end. And. I just wanted a few weaknesses. Yeah. Have you ever seen 30 Days of Night? No. Um, well, maybe we should do a vampire series. Yeah. Because just vampire so 30 Days of Night, 30 Days of Night, it's about Alaska. You know how it's not, it's dark sometimes for yeah. like a few months. So it's about that when like there's a month of darkness. So all these vampires are like, okay, we're going to hit up this town. But they're like terrifying vampires, like scary. Oh. Yeah. Gosh. So, but then you get like Twilight, and they're just beautiful. Yeah. And, yeah. I wanted. I'm fine with them being beautiful and being more human in appearance, but they were just not human enough in yeah. actual weaknesses. You like? I wonder if um, they introduced like the effect of guns on Twilight vampires. How that would work? Yeah. Would it do anything? Or you know? 
I, I feel like no, because it would like chip them. Yeah, and they like get chip. So if a vampire gets hurt, but not to the point of death in the Twilight world, they kind of crack like a jar, but then the crack fixes itself in yeah. a matter of seconds. They're like made out of stone or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I don't know. It was still worth the watch. This is a unique movie review, I think, because we can't really dive into theories. Yeah. We can't dive into thoughts. This is more of a summary and a personal take in future movie reviews, depending on the film. We'll have one coming up somewhere down the line about a new movie called Tenet that's in theaters currently. Mm. And that one will be a lot more theorizing and personal opinion talk and kind of trying to decipher the movie. Twilight's just not that deep. Yeah, it's really. And so I, I like that we'll have a mix on here though. So this is just, if you want to hear personal thoughts and a pretty clear cut summary, but there will be some mind benders for sure. So Matthew, you have anything else to add? Um, that's it. I think my recommendation is if you don't want to watch it, at least listen to the soundtrack. I love the soundtrack. But that's it. Matthew loves the soundtrack. And we love diving in to the bottom of the bucket, even when the bucket is not that deep. Thanks for watching slash listening slash hearing slash speaking slash whatever else you were currently doing while listening to our podcast. Thank you.